Alrighty guys, what's going on? Hopefully you're all doing well. This episode is a second episode to Chris, me, and Austin um, talking new bows. And this is right after we recorded the bow tuning episode. And <laughs> if this doesn't piss somebody off, I don't know what will. Uh, I might lose a subscriber or a listener or two after this one because we, di- we didn't pull punches. Uh, straight up is honest and sometimes uh, maybe I'm not going to say brutal because we're not trying to be mean on purpose. We all have opinions. We all like different things about different bows. Uh, there were some bows that me and Austin liked that Chris didn't and vice versa. And, you know, that's why there's not one bowing manufacturer making one bow is because so many people like different things out there. So if we if we didn't like a bow that you love, more power to you. Shoot the crap out of it. Shoot it to the best of your ability. And if we liked a bow that you didn't, more power to us. We'll shoot what we like, and uh, just really enjoyed talking about bows because that's what we all love on this up on this on this podcast. Me, Chris, and Austin. That's what we spend our money on. That's what we spend a lot of our time shooting and researching is bows. And uh, this this was a fun podcast, man, because it was just getting around two other like-minded guys, and we didn't like I said, we did not pull any punches. So let me know what you think about this one. I'm serious. I want to know what you thought about this episode after it aired. What was your favorite bow this year after shooting all the 2019 lineups? And what was your least favorite bow after shooting all the 2019 lineups? And uh, tell us where we went wrong, where we went right. <laughs> it's, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's all an opinion. You need to go out and shoot, all, shoot them all and shoot what's best for you. So I'll see you guys at the end of the episode. Bye. There everybody is. And we are back. <laughs> so I've been waiting for this episode to basically, I, I was telling you guys, Gossip Girl about new bows. And uh, I've shot a lot of the new bows. Uh, the ones that are available, I will shoot the RX3 Turbo. Have you guys dealt with the RX3 Turbo yet? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, they had the Turbo up at yeah, one of the shops we went to. Really? Yeah. Uh, the guy that has it down the heat in the shop, he said that was his favorite um, upgrade from last year's Hoyt's. Um, he says, you know, you notice the biggest difference. I haven't shot it yet. I'm curious to hear what you think about it. Um, I think so far this year, moving on that mic better. So far this year, it's like a Hoyt with like a slight, slight uh, improvement over last year's bows. Yeah, I guess it depends on what bows we want to start with, but, you know. <laughs> we'll just we start want, with Hoyt. <laughs> if we want to jump right into the Hoyts. So here's, this will tell you anything. I buy a new bow every year. One. How many do you buy? <laughs> well, <laughs> except for this year. Yeah. So here's my uh, – let's start with Hoyt. Um, I have an RX-1 Ultra Yeah. that I shot all last year, and I do not plan to upgrade this year. The uh, reason being, what do I think of the new bows? Uh, one, we'll start with aesthetics. I actually don't think they look as good as last year's bow. That's me personally. Blocky. They kind of went Fatter back kind of retro yeah. element-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just wasn't as big of a fan. Um, I like long axle to axle. They actually cut an inch off. Mm-hmm. So the Ultra's 34 now instead of 35. Mm. But the bigger thing is they are slightly quieter, slightly less hand shock. I think they're smoother this year. Is that just me? I don't. I didn't feel any on the draw cycle. Yeah. I didn't feel, I personally didn't feel a difference really on the draw cycle. Mm. Um, I wish it is a new cam, right? It is it a new is, cam, yeah. but it just wasn't slightly bigger cam, isn't it? It's been a while since to, I shot them. To, to me, uh, I haven't even seen one. <laughs> well, yeah. It, to me, it, let's just wasn't an upgrade from the RX One. Yes, was it enough of an upgrade from the RX One for me to spend the money? No. no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, I like the bow. You know, um, I think on the specs now, I could be wrong on this. I'm trying to go off memory. I don't mm-hmm. have it sitting in front of me. <laughs> I do think that the Ultra gained little some, bit, like maybe five. Gained some brace height, some speed, and some brace height. Shorter bow, though. Shorter bow. Not worth it. Um, I could be wrong on that. Guys are going to go, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I, I do, um, I, I look at the specs long enough to do a video, and then I, that's I, about I, it. I, I mean, looked at the specs, too. It just, it wasn't the bottom line for me. With the Hoyt series bows, mm-hmm. there was not enough of an upgrade no. for me to switch from my RX-1. Now, if I had, you know, 
an older bow and I was looking to upgrade, I really did like the RX the RX three series. They are a nice bow and they are smoother and they are quieter in my personal opinion from what I've shot. Um, but we're talking when I say smooth, I mean not on the draw, but I'm talking on the shot. Yeah. My I'll be the first to admit that my RX one um, has a little oomph, a little it's not really a vibration, but I hey, remember I'm shooting bit. eighty pounds at so at thirty one inches. <laughs> But I'm shooting a heavy arrow, which should slow some of that down. Yeah. I'll tell you, the best thing I ever did to my bow, I think, besides have Austin's string on there, <laughs> is I actually I actually changed that string stop out. Yeah, shout out to Cool Hand Luke on Archery Talk. Uh, yeah. Luke Gamp. Dude, Facebook. my bow, noticeably, I didn't notice it, but all of a sudden I had a couple buddies like, man, your bow's quiet. And it's like, hmm. you know, it, it, it definitely seemed to quiet the bow down. Um, and it took out some of that. Oomph that was behind. You know, the bow, I had so. some guys suggesting uh, total uh, or no titanium ar- titanium archery um, string stops. Um, they said that would quiet the bow down and stuff. I'm like, my point was, if I spent sixteen hundred freaking dollars on a bow, it better be quiet, little hand shock. It, it should be everything. It should be the whole freaking package. And in a, in my opinion, the Nitrix should not outshoot a sixteen hundred dollar bow. No. And in my opinion, the Nitrix was more dead in the hand. It was quieter and it was smoother. Win-win. Sorry, half I mean <laughs> that's going <laughs> to piss some guys half. off. Hey, I I was a little upset when I shot that Nitrix this year because I dropped. Guys, you can't hammer me because I own I own oh, the, yeah. the 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 turbo. So yeah. well, so here's 100%. let's let's just throw this out there right now. <laughs> We're not like, sponsored by no, anybody. No, no, no. That's, that's not even what I, that's not what I'm going to throw out. <laughs> but something I've never understood is. Kind of this fanboy thing, right? I don't understand. Guys that. get so offended when you don't like what they like. Yeah. Listen, this is personal opinion. Yeah. And everybody likes something different. Everybody feels something different. What you feel on the shot might not be what I feel on the shot. So, guys, what you're listening to is you're listening to three different people with three different personal opinions. This doesn't mean that's how it's going to feel for you. It doesn't mean that what we say is the absolute, you know, the absolute of, well, this is what it is. That's why people need to go shoot these bows. Right Now, it might be that a majority of people feel this, but some people might not feel that. I've heard guys say, I can't believe you think that bow has hand shock. It absolutely felt that way to me. Well, I'm not lying about it for any reason, but for somebody to get offended, my point to this is for the guys that get offended based off of our opinion, yeah. dude, you guys, Grow the people that get offended by that, like, <laughs> like, you really need to like check yourself a little bit and figure out, you know, why is it offending you so bad that somebody doesn't want to shoot what you don't want to shoot? What's funny about saying all that, though, <laughs> is I think every one of us, I know myself included, there are certain things where I hear somebody bashing it. I feel like I need to defend it because it's like, well, that's not true. Right. I, I, I need to check myself a lot, too, going, OK, maybe that's the experience they had. I know that might not be the, fully the case for everybody. I get it with... Oh, broadheads with iron wheels i get guys bashing iron wheels this iron is there's a guy the other day that thing's the biggest piece of crap overrated mm. it's not any stronger i had a guy literally tell me it wasn't any stronger than a shuttle t-lock oh man and, what an idiot and you know you just so, walk away <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's absolutely a difference but again going back to the personal opinion so just kind of throwing that out there yeah. don't get all upset because we have an opinion that differs from yours this is uh, a a completely unbiased personal opinion right. of how a bow shot. Well, so. here's another thing. If, if somebody says that bow didn't vibrate as much, I would question how their shot execution is because if you have a good shot execution, you're going to notice more of that bow and what it does because if, if you're gripping the shit out of the bow on the shot, I'm going to notice the everything about that bow more if I get that surprise release and that bow does exactly what it wants to do, not what I'm telling it to do. So... You know, that's, in my opinion, yeah, you're probably getting a little bit of bias, but how good is that guy's, you know, how is he shooting the bow different compared to me? Because if he's gripping that bow, he's not going to notice the hand shock I am, period. So I I can see that, but the fanboy thing just drives me nuts. And I I probably lost a few subscribers when I came out with the uh, mini Halon uh, quote when the uh, Triax came out because... It, you know, in my opinion, yeah, it's a freaking mini Halon. I mean, I think that's the most accurate thing I could ever could have said with that bow. I stand behind it. Mini Halon 2.0, I would say no with the verdicts because 
they did put a lot of different they did put a few different things with the switch weight technology which i think is pretty cool but once you have it on there i mean what's Dude, what's the still <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> it's the same bow from matthews i'm sorry it's, it's the up. same riser it's the same cam with <laughs> modifications to it but they you have can, not came out with a new bow since the original halo yeah well and you, you know what i you know can, people want a different bow from matthews right. and by god are the people asking for a carbon bow from Matthews? Yeah, it, they will Raising never stop. Hand. I mean, they will never stop. Yeah. If they well, came out with a carbon halon, I would have bought that over the RX. It will sell. I love. I had. I've had a couple halons, and the halon thirty two is. They're really nice shooting it's bows. It's awesome. They, man. they they really are nice shooting bows, and you know, again, that kind of goes back into personal opinion. I I prefer a bow, even though the halon shot really nice. I prefer a bow that has yokes, yeah. but uh, you know, for me. If I'm going to describe this year, and I know we talk about each individual bow, but I was kind of underwhelmed this year. I actually personally thought that some bow manufacturers kind of went backwards. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say backwards, but it's like, well, you really didn't give us anything in particular. And I'm going to pick right on Bowtech. I'm going to go straight Are for Bowtech. Oh, oh yeah. we're going to go on that one. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. To me, the best bow that Bowtech has is the Realm X. A lot of guys are and saying that. So, yeah. But that comes from the axle to axle combination of speed, combination of brace height. When I put all the specs together, it has it all, man. The Realm X is an absolutely phenomenal bow, and it is so smooth and so quiet. I own one, so I have a Hoyt. So, just guys know, <laughs> my hunting bow is a eighty-pound RX One Ultra, and my target bow is the Realm X. It's shorter axle to axle. I love shooting that bow. I absolutely love shooting the bow. Uh, you know, and to be honest, if last year when I, I ordered the RX-1 before the Realm X even came out, after I shot it, I was like, man, I don't know if I would have ordered the RX-1 <laughs> other than I love carbon and guys are going to get the whole thing now. I love carbon. Um, you know, when you're hunting in super cold weather, yeah, I love hold. I was just I was in Wyoming and I had four degree mornings, <laughs> and pleasant. When I'm walking around with my bow in a four degree morning, yeah, holding carbon is so much because I don't like wearing gloves either. I hate gloves. Mm -hmm. So, but that's a whole other subject. But you know, going for the Bowtex, I look the 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 SR and the SS are really nice bows. I'm not bashing that. They produced a really good bow, but it's like, what did you? At least for my personal opinion, what did mm -hmm. you really give me that's better than Realm X? Nothing. Nothing. You get you gave me a faster bow, but it's shorter axle to axle. You smoother, know. like they say. I don't personally think it's any smoother, and I do. Austin and I will disagree on this a lot. <laughs> um, Good. Agree I, to I, we need some. I I don't. Uh, so I. He's butthurt they didn't make it for his drawing. Well, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. But the SR6 at 30 inches reminds me of the RPM 360. It is. The same thing. In can. the fact that it's not that it's a bad draw, but it stacks quick. And it's so certain bows where you draw back and you go, wow, I don't feel like I'm pulling 70 pounds or I don't feel like I'm pulling 80. Yeah. That bow to me, I feel like I'm pulling all that weight the whole time. You same know, thing it with just feels like me. it stacks. It just stacked really quick. And it was like, this is stiff versus I go to my RX-1, my 80-pound Ultra, hmm. and I think drawing my 80-pound Ultra is just – I feel like I'm drawing the same weight as drawing the RX – or the R – sorry, the SR-6 at 70. 70 yeah. I totally at get 30 that. 30-inch draw. I totally get that's that. That's my thing. It's, and that's the difference between, well, it's got a crappy draw. Well, guys, say, you know, I, I might say I don't like the draw on it. It's not because the draw is not smooth. It's not because there's something wrong other than it stacks the weight really quick. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm pulling a lot of weight for the whole time. That's my, that's my thing with, you know, with, with Bowtech this year. I think it's a great bow. I really do. And, uh, you know, I, so it's not, again, it's not a bash on them. But to me, for what I like, hmm. the Realm X is a better bow. Yeah, I, I Realm X is what three forty five bow. Yeah, versus a three fifty two bow. But I got more brace height, and I got longer axle to axle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm in the same boat with that. I have both of them. I I think the new thing with the SR six though, 
that is a big upgrade for Botech is it gives the guys that want less holding weight an option. You know, what's that bow? <laughs> we all shot the bow five minutes ago and almost couldn't let it down at full draw. It's like it was el- spooky. It's, it's like an elite. I mean, you're going to get that locked up feeling, but my win-win over that is I'm not pulling on the limbs. I'm pulling against the cable, so I still have a little give on my shot, which I kind of like that, and I'm kind of working on a project with the Realmex and that cam system <laughs> that might be coming down the pipe. If yeah. that works out, that's – I. I have a budget bow, but I also will have that bow. It might work. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, the thing with holding weight uh, for me is I've always liked a bow that had a little more holding weight. Yeah, me too. But had a decent valley. There's a difference there. Yeah. Um, What happens with low holding weight for me and a bow that has a lot of valley is you can start cheating. Yep. So you start, you know, you can start. You're letting down a little bit. You're not pulling. And I'm never as consistent Is I need to pull against the wall. I need to have to hold that weight to keep me consistent from kind of cheating. So that's, that, that's my only thing. And where Austin and I <laughs> seem to disagree, at least in the, on, on the SRs is, you know, he, uh, I'm a shorter drawing at the end of the know, day. And, though. And, yeah. And so, you know, it was, that was that on performance. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but so you got to, if you're going to shoot a 70 pound bow with a speed rating like that, you're going to have to pay for it. It's not free. There's uh, yeah, going to be something in the point. draw cycle. The fact that they're able to get that, kind of speed with that much let off though to me impressive. that's impressive no it is and i think it's a great bow it's just i guess where i talk about the year being kind of it's a year of being underwhelmed and this like, is this is probably one of the most popular bows so far that i've seen at least through my business so far mm. around here at least this I'm seeing more of these than anything else. Yeah. The SR6? Yeah, tons, tons yeah. of them. I mean, well, I can't yeah, even I tell a, you how I many. I see a lot of guys jumping on the SR6, and like I said, they're a great bow. It's not a bash on the bow. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be for it's, everyone. It's just like, but it's like all these bows come out, and I'm all excited, and it's like, okay, the, the RX3 is a slight flight upgrade. Slight. Bowtech <laughs> didn't give me anything that I felt was better for me personally sure. than what the Realm X is. Right. Matthews, while I liked it, I want yokes. I like yokes. I don't want to have to do top hats. And the axle, the axle's still not there. They right. do have, they do have their the traverse. Uh, yeah, I think the traverse is a would longer... be the death of the RX3 Ultra. I'm going to state that right now. You think so, dude? That bow's going to smash the Ultra. Well, we got to see one first, but personally. Not, but it's not carbon. It's not carbon. It is heavier, but that's the one uh, thing. That's I, a sleeper I, bow. No I, one's, no one's really. I mean, I think Borak has a couple in stock. That bow's a unicorn right now. I have not seen one. I've needed one. I what 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 I don't like is and again this gets into a whole bash fest on stuff. But you know if your bare bow is four point four pounds or four point six pounds, that's a <laughs> uh, heavy it bow. Maybe it, I should they alter. underrate them too. Yeah. They are clunkers. Maybe I should alter that statement. It should be the death of the. Uh, or do they have a Helix Ultra this year? The, did they come out? They with have a, some aluminum thirty four, don't they? I don't know. I, don't I haven't even. Yeah. If I they come out with an aluminum watch. long ATA bow, I don't think they. I think they have the one helix. Yeah, but I don't think they have it. in... did they come out with a helix ultra over there, Young Jamie? <laughs> what was that? I think they have a helix. Yeah, I don't think they have an ultra. If they no, had an ultra, I'd... I don't think it would sell compared to the Traverse. I think it would get hammered, and I think that the ultras are probably going to get hit a little bit now that Matthews is coming out with. The Traverse. I just I think that was meant to compete with the uh, Ultra. I haven't even seen one. I, well, knowing how much I liked the Verdicts, I would love the the Traverse. Everything except oh make wait it no they pounds. do have a Helix Ultra. Do they have they a Helix did. Ultra? Yeah. I haven't. I, I might have shot one. I don't know. I've yeah. shot a lot of bows this year, but yeah, I. <laughs> I would I, buy after, the Traverse after, over I that. shot a bunch of them, and then I just stopped paying attention. It was like <laughs> same bow. Nothing's, nothing's better yeah. than what I got. Like, right. Not not enough, at least you know. To, so to, I haven't had to m- much with the PSEs this year. I shot a little bit, but um, what's your guys' take on the PSEs? And and I we hit this on a little bit. The Evolve cams. I'm a huge fan of the Evolve cams, yeah. man. I mean. If the I like, grip didn't suck so bad, I'd yeah. probably shoot a PSE. Well, like, that was on the carbon bow, though, not <laughs> the aluminum bow. Okay, that's a, that's a fair statement. <laughs> I so here's my <laughs> here's my thing with PSEs. Um, I've shot. I, they shoot great. They they really you know. And that's basically, guys. Every bow company out there, they've all stepped their game up enough that they're all running a really smooth, yeah. really quiet bow for the most part. 
Um, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, it's, I, mean, it, I can get on board with that. The the the, 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 the RX one series was probably loud and vibration. Yeah. Now again, I just I was talking about the cool hand Luke on them, you know, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I it, bought it, one despite all that. It did have. Uh, well, I did too because I just like the rest of the specs and having a thirty-one Same inch here. draw and wanting to shoot eighty pounds. Not everybody's <laughs> putting that bow out, but no, you know, um, everybody's making a good bow. Uh, the PSEs for me, I don't like the grip on them, at least on the carbons. You shot my carbon bow. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, they're ugly as hell. <laughs> and a lot of guys are going to go, ah. Yeah, you know, who cares? pretty ugly you in know? my opinion, and, too. Okay, I don't really care what my equipment looks like some, but I am also <laughs> kind of OCD. And so, you know, if I don't like the looks of a bow. You got to live with it, right? Yeah. It, you know, it's like it's, I, I shoot bows all the time and it's like well if i'm gonna have to look at it all the time yeah i want to look at something that i like you probably shouldn't marry your wife <laughs> if you're not attracted to her right yeah i mean come on <laughs> if i'm gonna spend 1200 bucks or 1600 bucks yeah i better like absolutely everything about them that's, so, that's a good you know point. so it was like the you know the the pses they're smooth they're quiet too um the carbon bows you know i, just, I can speak about the pse too because i've yeah. shot the evokes and the new carbon 35 mm -hmm. And I love the PSE line. I do not like the handle whatsoever on the carbon bow. I tried it. I bought one. I played with it. And I just could not shoot it as consistent. But that cam system, like Garrett said, is it's out of this world. Um, PSE wanna... went from a 3 16 axle to a quarter-inch axle last year. Mid-year they went to it, mm. which is a different set of drilled limbs. Um, it... It definitely makes the bow beefier for sure. Mm -hmm. Bigger bearings in it. It's just a lot more bomb proof in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Matthews has been running. I think Matthews runs quarter inch axles. Yeah, they do. They have been for a long time with the Halons. Um, I don't know. I if I wasn't shooting a Bowtech, the only other bow I would even look at and consider would be the Evoke Thirty Five this year. Yeah, right now if my Bowtechs got burned down in a house fire, I'd go buy a. <laughs> Evoke 35. Really? Not yeah. the RX-3s, huh? No, I wouldn't even go shoot them. Uh, a lot of guys Have you shot them I yet? think are going to be no, holding their RX-1s no, this I just year. Won't. I, the only thing I've heard of and liked so far that I've heard of, at least, is the adjustable grip on the Hoyts, which I think that's cool. That's you can cool. offset the yeah. grip. I think yeah. that's huge. I mean, I think somebody, everybody's late to the game if they haven't thought about that. Yeah. I mean, that that's takes out a lot of lateral issues you'll have shooting the bow. Yeah, potentially. So they can, anybody can shoot that bow. That's great. I'm just not paying yeah. 1600 bucks. It's going to sound like we're bashing on Hoyt. No, I, I, I like that thing too. I mean, it's just to take an $800 dive and then, or $900 dive potentially on a bow, it's just to buy the same bow, but a, a, just a almost unmeasurable improvement. It just doesn't make sense. Well, that's why that's the exact reason why, I, yeah. you know, but you know, at some point, you know, I, I see it online all the time. You got to ask or, you know, is it, is it really just that the bow manufacturers are kind of regurgitating the same thing over and over again because we've kind of hit that that pinnacle? Peak? Yeah, like how much farther can we go? Really, I mean, the bows. A lot of the bows are really, really quiet, and they're really kind of shock-free. Yeah, smooth. So we've kind of stagnated on speed with the smoothness. At this point, if you want to get much more speed above the 350 range, you know, then you've got to go to a really aggressive cam, which is going to change the draw cycle. So, you know, it, are we going to see those real improvements? I know, think what or, we've hit. Or, or is it the, that same kind of regurgitated stuff over yeah. and over again? And, and that's kind of my personal opinion is – is there's little tweaks that make me buy new bows. Like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. And the bottom line is, guys, I I buy a new bow because I can. Like, right. That's all you know, it is. It, it's, it's, it's not because I need it. It's not because the upgrades are, are significant uh, every year. I don't buy one if the upgrades aren't to something that I really like. But the bottom line is, is you know, um, you know, kind of I can, number one. But two, are we kind of at that 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 threshold like yeah. how much farther can we go i think we've hit the iphone with the button you know like we've gotten rid of the flip phones now to, to equate this and this is probably a horrible analogy but i feel like we 
we've gotten to the iPhone, maybe even without the button, and now we're just coming out with the same thing and just switching the camera and all that stuff. I think I'm I'm optimistic. I think there's room for somebody to invent something cam system that hasn't been used yet and come out with something that everybody's going to use. I just call me an optimist, but I, I think there's a lot more meat left on the bone. We're just going to have to literally uh, reinvent something about the bows that we're shooting today. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the obsessions, and I'm dying to hear... The obsession bows. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten to shoot the brand new one this year yet. Uh, I've had obsessions in here. Is that the fixation? Or That was last year. Now it's the lawless. Uh, there's a couple other ones. I would say the only cool thing that I like about Obsession is they offer a variety of ranges for bow, like Chris was talking about. You know, they've got a 30, I think it's like a 35 or 36-inch bow to a 33 to a 30. They just they build the range of bows for for every body size. The draw lengths are all over the place. That's pretty cool. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be the first one to say it, guys. They don't hit their IBO. They don't. They, they, <laughs> I was I, waiting for that. You know, it's uh, <laughs> some of them do. But another thing, yeah, it, Kevin it, Struther, their cam designer, is gone this year. I heard he's gone. He's, he's always, now going to. He's actually working for Expedition now. He's always jumping around. Yeah, guy's Sorry. got a brilliant mind. Can't stay anywhere very long. Um, but uh, you know, with the obsessions again, I, you know, it's. This isn't really a knock on them, but you go talk to people that own obsessions, and they're going to tell you they're not hitting their IBOs. There's a guy online that swears that they all come in six feet per second over. It's full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> he is. You know, if uh, what their new bow is supposed to be like a three seventy something. It's, I, I heard yeah. it up to twenty feet slow. You yeah. said three four, I, three forties is is very common. Really? In the mid three forties, you know, yeah. uh, it's which is still fast. I mean, it, it, it why is why could not for numbers? a five inch brace height? It's no, it's a five inch. Yeah. yeah, I take that back. You know, it, I mean, <laughs> I haven't shot him yet, and that's one of the most uh, requested videos I get. I'm like, dude, I don't have any bend. I think bend is my Prineville. closest. Prineville, Prineville. Yeah, you got to go to Ty. I got like three and a half hours to drive to shoot a bow. I'm not going to buy yeah. for sure. Yeah, Ty. In, in the, I've had him in here and tuned him. The bows shoot nice. Again, they're smooth. They're quiet. Yeah, they're a great bow. Um, it's a great bow, but marketing. They're overrated. Yeah, uh, that's not know, even marketing. High, that's like that's high. like deception. That's like almost like honey dicking. Yeah, three seventy. Yeah, it's that bow particularly is way overrated. I I did talk to Ty about it. And he actually ran all of the bows. And it sounded like the they have like a six and a seven inch option that's like a spin off from last year's fixation. And he said those are right on the money. Really? Yeah. Oh, He's honest. I wonder what the deal is this year then. Yeah. Well they've they had ha they've had problems with uh, some of the other it's not just this year. It's their reputation is kind of preceding them. From the day they opened, they couldn't figure out how to get a draw length right when they open, and that's going extreme. You know they're sent, and this is through dealer friends of mine that were dealers for them when they first started, and they yeah. were put they were sending out bows to dealers that were seventy pound bows. The draw length would be an inch long, and the poundage <laughs> would be coming in at almost eighty pounds. Holy! But crap. the customer paid for a seventy pound bow at a specific draw length with a draw length specific cam, and they're getting a bow in that's not even this. It's not what they're paying for. You know, I, I can see having growing pains, but that that seems over and above. Uh, growing pains, and, and a lot of the guys are calling these newer bow companies the hashtag Me Too bows. You know, hey, we're here. You know, same thing as optics. It, expedition. I've I've shot one expedition. I really liked it, but I couldn't even tell you what bow it was. It was a couple of years old. But um, have you guys have any experience with the expeditions? This Love year? them. Oh, not this year. No, I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, no. I haven't seen this year. They're probably gonna. I've always liked their bows. The one only one I shot, I couldn't even tell you what it was. Uh, it was shot really nice. Put yeah. a smile on my face. Yeah, they're nice bows. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I you know it's. Athens bows, you know, they uh, they shot nice. There were some really good um, ones from them. But we had some issues with them. Big time. Uh, you know, and uh, they've been bought out now, and, and hopefully their- The new line looks their, good. Their quality mm. control is a little bit better. They Where were they a, based out of? They were a bow- Indiana. Yeah, they were a bow oh. that shot. Uh, it shot well. It was just the other issues that I had- Limbs. That made me- Yeah. Pockets. Machining issues. Rockers. <laughs> like cans, <it> <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, and and so huh. again, hopefully, uh, 
hopefully now that they've been bought out, uh, you know, their machining is a little bit better. Um, and they've dealt with some of those issues because those bows shot really, really nice as well. Um, and that goes back to my earlier statement. It's like all these bows are shooting really nice. Hell, I had a couple bears in here the other day, and the bears shoot nice. Yeah, they do. It's the like, new bear kuma is killer. You know, yeah. it's again. So <laughs> a lot of it comes back to what exactly is a person looking for. That's really what I think guys should be shopping for: is what axle to axle do you like? What speed do you like? What brace height do you like? What bow looks good to you? Because basically, if you can find one that matches all those, you're probably going to like it. If you know. Right. As long as you're not being a total fanboy and you have to be, well, I have to have this bow or I have to, you know, I have to shoot a Hoyt or I have to shoot a Bowtech or I have to shoot, you know, uh, going back to the PSE. I'm sorry, they're ugly and I won't own them because it's ugly. I don't like it. <laughs> but that's cool. But it's they an shoot, opinion. But yeah. they shoot nice. I'm not yes, bashing their engineering. I'm not bashing their speed. I'm not, you know, they tune well. They're a good quality bow. Yeah. We so left out uh, I just, Elite... You know? Elite and Prime. Yeah. We haven't even t- I haven't even shot the Prime C T five or anything like that yet. Uh I haven't shot the new Primes either. I will soon. You will? It'll be soon, yeah. C T nine and five. Well you said I you know, from people that you know, the reviews have been really good. Yeah, a friend of mine in California, um, he's got a C T five on order. Um, and a friend of mine's doing the strings for him on Napo when he does the setup, but how Prime's at least advertising how to set that bow up as far as taking your measurements for center shot. They're actually having you measure, instead of just running the arrow through the burger hole, they're advertising using your engineering ruler and setting it. I for, I'm not going to state the exact distance or whatever, but you're actually measuring the rest height off of the arrow shelf itself upward. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where it lands in the burger hole. It might be slightly above, slightly below, but they have a measurement from the bottom of the shelf and then from the side of the shelf too. So you're getting like a two axis measurement cool. for a center shot. I until I see it, it's just kind of you know wander under the bridge until then. Interesting. Um, I, I'm not going to consider it a whole lot until I actually get to set one up or until I have you know a friend of mine that actually knows how to work on bows like this guy um, set it up and he'll give me honest feedback on it because he's never owned a prime but he's gone down and shot him and is like you have to go shoot one. He's telling me yeah. that coming off a guy that's been shooting Matthews the last three or four years that. That's that completely is the, wouldn't even shoot. That anything is the else. one bow I keep hearing about. Everybody's CT five. Like, yeah, yeah the prime line the prime, is the prime. The prime. If they could, and up I, you their, know, I, I need to go shoot it. It's one bow I don't have an opinion on, yeah. other than the experience I've had with poison other primes. from old primes. Yeah, yeah. you know um, that makes me a little leery. But you know, I I would like to see some guys that I trust in the tuning that have had some come through and tuned them and. And Same you here. know, kind of okay. They're tuning up good. Their center shots right. They're not running. Arrow run away left. Good knock travel. Yeah. To me, that's important. I, setting up bows with vertical knock travel anymore, those days are so over. And if you've got vertical knock travel in a in a bow still, there's many others that don't. I'm going to the bow that doesn't have any vertical knock travel, mm-hmm. period. Well, you know, for me, it's just we don't have any dealers around here and anybody that can really work on that bow. I mean, for, close to me. I mean, my shop here locally in Roseburg's thinking about getting prime, but... It's just uh, they're they're so small. I don't know. I mean, the closest guy to me is an hour and a half away south, and that's way too far south for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, we, there's, we, a, there's I think Archery World in Northeast well, Portland has them, and Ray down here. So Ray we should go shoot Pacific them. Pacific Crest, Ray's Pacific got Crest. Prime. Yeah. What about? And I don't the, know if he has the new ones in. I would assume probably. Yeah. If they could bump up their speeds a little bit, uh, you know, given their IBO retention's pretty damn impressive. It's it's really good. Um, Even three forty on the CT, which is. Funny because I think the CT5 is a 35 inch bow. CT3 is 33. The CT5 is rated faster. Is it? That's appealing to me to get into a 35 inch bow at 340. I'm like, that's pretty fast. If I shoot that bow and like it, well, yeah, it might be a thousand dollars more broke. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but what I I I just hate stringing those. Mine bows. would you be, be an octopus. Mine would be tuning up. issues. In my experience with this the synergy I had, it was problem after problem after problem and yes. then they failed me as a customer when i called them and told me well this doesn't affect the you know it, long story short i'm not going to completely throw them under the bus but you know they i told wasn't you to impressed pound sand over the finish pretty much yeah 
And your bow was like one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, you called me on my anniversary when I was in Central <laughs> Oregon. Like this thing is bad. Yeah, and you know, I love. I was the most accurate I've ever been with that bow. Um, it complimented me as a shooter. It held fantastic, and and I think the Synergy line continued Synergy line does hold fantastic. Um, but man, you know, I I'm gun shy after that sure. experience. You know, yep. Uh, elite. Um, I've noticed a few shops around here uh, locally with me drop elite. Um, you know, they dropped elite. They dropped elite. And you're going to be seeing a lot more of that. You know, I think you're you have to carry to all it. their all of their stuff, they, not just their bows. But if you're going to sell elite, you need to buy all of their stuff. They're selling their bows through the internet now. Are they're they? not a they're not a pro shop bow anymore. So well, they sell them on the internet. It has to get shipped to the pro shop. Sure. Okay. Um, so basically, you can go on and order your bow, and then it gets shipped to your closest local pro shop. Good thing for the dealers; they don't have to stock a ton of them. They don't have to well, do a big I heard buy on for them the dealers that if you want to, uh, and I can be completely wrong on this, this is second hand. But if you want to sell elite, you have to buy all the accessories, all of all of the shit that goes along, Maybe. all of the other. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that for sure. Yeah, you, yeah, because so. I don't, we we don't sell bows here, so I yeah. Don't, <laughs> what I, I don't can tell you though it. is that Elite came out with one bow this year for the hunting line, and it's a another ritual that's thirty inches. Yeah, I haven't even heard of one person buying them. I'm heard sure people have. This I'm sure people have, what? but dude, five years ago for I'd say it's three years, Elite was one of the top bow manufacturers. I'm going to throw it out there, too. They also lost, ooh, let's see, off their uh, pro shooter list in the last two years. They lost some big dogs off their pro shooter list. Yeah. Levi Morgan. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, they, uh, they didn't more. gain a lot of fans with the option series. That was a really stiff bow for me. I don't know if you guys shot the option six. but I The impulse I was, too, though. I mean, it, I shot them all. Yeah. I just it didn't tickle my fancy. I had an, I, what did I have? I had a ritual for like a couple weeks. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> the camps, yeah, with, the camps with, were bad. With, I don't with, know. With Austin, it's, you know, <laughs> buy a new bow, get rid of it in three weeks. No. Used to be. But, you know, I, I these shorter bows we see, it's a demand from the guys back east because most of them aren't shooting past 40 yards. Yeah, they're not, and they're shooting out of a tree stand. Yeah, they're not packing know, them six, eight and, miles. You know, so, that's why you're getting a five-pound bow now almost. Yeah, yeah with, it's, with you know, Matthews. and uh, it's something we lose sight of when we're over here on yeah. the west side. You know, it's. I'm gonna leave it up to you to start your own bow manufacturer. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> no, I'll never produce bows. Well, and that's the other thing too with my PSC last year, the carbon bow. Mm -hmm. I couldn't shoot it because it was too light. So mm -hmm. that's the other side of the coin too, man. Like, yeah, I had an opportunity to kill a bull on opening morning with that bow at like 65 yards, which is a slam dunk um, in a clear cut downhill. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a slam dunk shot. The bull's broadside, like 15 minutes after daylight, and I came to full draw on him and. I could not hold the pin steady enough. Well, kudos to you for not taking the shot. Yeah, I just, there was quite a bit of wind, like, you know, 10, 12 mile an hour wind, and I couldn't hold the bow steady enough. So I, I kind of, I liked the idea of a light bow, and I wasn't noticing over the summer shooting it with no wind on a nice day in the mm. woods, go out into the open on a hilltop where you've got wind now, and literally I was, you know, <laughs> on his ass one second and coming out his chest on the next second trying to hold the bow steady. Yeah. And I know if I would have had an extra, you know, I think, what's the PSC, like 3.2 pounds? Yeah. They're super light. light. That is super light. If I would have had my bow tech, that bow was dead in the unit. <laughs> because I've got an extra pound on that bow. So, yeah. and I tried. Well, that goes fine in that happy medium. And what are you doing? You know, you can have a really lightweight bow. Um, but why would you, you know, to if, me, why if, am I going to spend 1600 bucks and then spend 200 more in sidebars and front bars oh yeah, to no, now I'm up to 1800 bucks with bars on it. Is I'm it too picky that. to say that I want my bows between 3.8 and 4.2? Yeah. My bows have, <laughs> my bows have to be 4.2 or 4.4 bare and I'll trim accessories <laughs> to keep, I like a bow that's like, I forget what that, I think it was like 6.4 to 6.6 .6 pounds. I don't even want to mm. know what my ultra weighs with how heavy the arrows are. <laughs> we're gonna weigh. We're gonna weigh it Probably really about quick. My arrows 000. aren't on there. So no arrows. Kilograms. At six hundred and six grain arrows. We got young Jamie over here pulling through. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot your arrows are like missiles. So <laughs> yeah. it's like rebar. Lincoln logs down the range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you guys. Nothing really amazed me. If I was if I was gonna pick a bow this year, we need a to brand do this. new one. A brand new one. Yeah. And I'm picking the on these bows. The Realm X is still brand new. Well, not brand. It, it's still they're still carrying it for this 2019 year. Okay, lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, a brand new. Granted, guys, I uh, I just bought the BTX. So I you know, 
you got to give up somewhere. I'm doing the boat, the budget boat challenge. I'll be replacing strings and cables on that thing between here and hunting season for sure. But in the uh, string stop, and this, oh dude, did you already order one from Luke? Uh, well, I got to figure out if I can keep it inside my budget because of the budget bow challenge. How All right, Luke, stops? I'm going to talk to you about the budget bow challenge. <laughs> I can't have any special deals. That's okay. part of this part of the rules. They're 25 bucks. 25 bucks? Oh, dude. Shit. I could go hunting right now and I'd be 100 bucks under budget. There you go. Uh, but so if I was going to pick a bow and you you stuck a gun in my head, I'd say our SR6. Yeah. So for me, if I had to pick, if I had to buy a 2019 bow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the RX3 Ultra. Are you really? It's probably the well, smoothest transition. Because you it has have... The ax- it has the axle-to-axle like. The SR6 doesn't even go to my draw length. Yeah. Mm. Traverse? You, know, you wouldn't even consider the Traverse? Too I heavy. haven't I haven't gotten to shoot it yet. Uh, he likes yokes, man. I can see. Okay. You know, I... That's, yeah, you did say I, that. I, I, I might, but... It's still a 33 You know bow. what? Actually, you know what? Honestly, even if it shot phenomenally well, mm-hmm. I love carbon. <laughs> I want the extra inch axle to axle. Um, yeah, you've been shooting carbon since 14 with the CST, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's five years of carbon. You know, it's 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 just the, the specs. And it's smooth enough and quiet enough that I really wouldn't care how smooth or quiet the Matthews was. Mm-hmm. So Chris's RX-1 Ultra with 620 <laughs> grain arrows. Six, 606 grain arrows is 7.8 pounds is what I carry around the woods. I don't think total. that's that heavy. Oh, that, I've never weighed my bow before. It's that important, man. sounds heavy. Yeah, 7.8 pounds is what my bow is. So, yeah, my Matthews Halon 32 with no arrows in the quiver and the quivalizer on it, which is even lighter than your whole quiver and front bar setup that's, that's heavy my matthews weighed 8.4 and that's with just equivalizer on it I not believe that i mean which is lighter than all of your setup there and i have weights on my stabilizer you got a heavy sight um and the tommy hog yeah which isn't light per se but it's a pound you know i got a fast eddie that's the thing those things aren't light either but yeah if i'm picking out of the 19s for my personal specs the ultra yeah it's i haven't seen anything else that has the specs that I like. Now, if I could pick out of, if I was had to pick one and I was going to pick out of all the bows that are still offered this year, because Hoyt doesn't offer the RX-1s anymore, um, and I wouldn't pick the, you know, I probably wouldn't pick the RX-1 if I had to buy one again, but I'd probably do the Realm X since Bowtech's still carrying it. Really? Put yeah. some 70-pound limbs on it. Yeah, I really wish. You know what? If Bowtech would they come out with eighty with seventy five or eighty pound limbs <laughs> on the Realm X, on the Realm X with eighty oh, pound limbs, oh man, I would uh, shoot it. I would be. I feel like if you shot the CT five, you might might like it. might like it, but it's not carbon. Yeah, it's that's hard to say. I don't carbon's not the deal killer for me, but you know I gotta have that 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 the spec of the. You know, I I really like a 34, 35 inch bow. Thirty three is okay. Yeah, the CT five you know, would get you that thirty five inch bow. Yeah, but, but and the and the speed is good. Yeah, so yeah. at your draw was, length, it would it would still be a a performer. Yeah, yeah. You which know. but uh, hmm. for me, the, a lot the, of it the tune that the past. For me, a lot of it, Bowtech's local for us. I mean, that's true. To me, I, I I used to, I probably threw a lot of hate at Bowtech back in the day. But when I have a problem, it's, I haven't had one since I started shooting them last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any issues with those out of anyone I've tuned or anything, period, friends. And I have lots of friends that shoot them. I've had no issues other than that flex the flexing deal popping yeah. you know and that seems to be across since the board they, since they went to in-house limbs yeah you know these I, bows I, have had, been I had free. an experience yeah. and i had an experience it delaminated inside my truck yeah while driving in to hunt mm. yeah that's not good you know um so that was <laughs> but you know i had i had five different destroyers did you really and i never had a limb issue with yeah. them other oh, that than that that in, that in velvet or whatever they called oh, yeah. it the soft touch that stuff peeling off, but I never had one of those delaminate um, or break, you know. So it's I've bounced around uh, again for anybody that might try and call me a fanboy. I have I killed a lot of stuff with Matthews. Oh, yeah. I went from Matthews to Hoyt. I went from Hoyt to Bowtech. I went from Bowtech back to Hoyt. Yep. Now I own both, mm-hmm. you know. And in between there, I've had a couple other, you yeah, know. Athens. I had Athens, yeah. um, you know. 
I, I've had all sorts of bows off and on. I try to really shoot what feels best and has the specs I like. Yeah, you and know, a, a company too that stands behind their bows. Like at least I know shooting a Bowtech. I'm an hour and forty minutes from the factory. Chris is an hour. Gary, an you're hour. you're an hour. Hour is an hour, hour and a half. Hour and ten. It's I, I you can be there in a phone call. In <laughs> I've I've had you know in my shop at least I've had I don't know how many sets of limbs, just pressing the bow, just <laughs> crack in half, literally just crack or people draw back and it just crack in front of my eyes i can call the bowtech factory pro shop get the limbs pulled and have them on the shelf and send the customer down there free of charge they yep. walk out of there with yep. a perfectly new set Luckily of in-house limbs had any go in they the take shop, really man. good care of the local guys I, they do man and even i've seen bowtech reach out to people in australia through some oh, cool. outlets and stuff too to say hey if you like your dealer's not working on limbs with you we'll get the process going like they are just an out they've now, I mean, now I, I know people that work there and stuff, and, you know, I don't think they're just helping me out. They're doing this for a lot of people. I do want to circle back around to the verdicts because I do think that's still the quietest bow and the le least shock-free hand, you know, dead-in-the-hand bow. I, I don't think they've been pushed by the other, other manufacturers to have to come out with another bow, like redesign. I don't think – I think they've been in the lead the last couple of years, and they've just been riding the curtails of the Halon, coming out with minor changes. So I think that Verdicts is probably going to be because I think wasn't the tracks bow of the year last year, depending on who you talk to. No, it wasn't. Who was I don't it? think it was. I thought it was. It was what? Wasn't wasn't like the bow of the year didn't like win the award for whatever. Uh, There's a couple different what, ones. Which, like, which, field, magazine, which yeah, magazine? Field and Stream. Uh, field and, how, and Stream how, had how theirs. How much money was dumped into the pockets? Oh, yeah, I just heard know, it won whatever I, award. And uh, I was like, eh. it, that's kind of like listening to car awards. You know, JD Power <laughs> car. The, yeah. You know, it's every it's, manufacturer. Field has a JD and Stream Power made award. the Obsession Fixation the number one. Did they? So you know, I I don't. Well, I'm gonna say it's the most dead in the hand bow. It's the quietest bow. Stiff draw, but I, I'm going to say it's you know if other bows could catch up on those two things to the to the Matthews there, and if or if Matthews just weighted down their bows, you know. So, half but a then pound. the question back to you is, without that, how weight, much it's gonna be how loud. much smoother and how much quieter <laughs> is you know what yeah. is is it a measurable amount? You know, I I and I uh, like the Matthews. I, I shot I shot the Matthews. I liked it, but to be honest, it was like it when. A, swap back and forth between the Hoyt and it, there was a difference, but it's one of those things like, is it, yeah, I go back, is, was any of it enough to, to, to when, make When it's actually change? making a difference out in the woods shooting an animal, I don't think so. But for actually telling a difference in the shop, yeah, there's a definite difference. And, and here's the bottom but line. But real world, I don't think. You go, after, well, let me ask you, so after you, your RX1 last year. Yes. At some point in shooting that, did you stop noticing the hand shock? No. Really? Well, no, I don't, yes, I, yes, So, So yes. I'll be shooting. When and, I put the tracker, I st tracker bar on there. Okay, so but for me, I go back and start shooting, and I'm 20 shots in. I'm not thinking, man, this thing has a lot of hand shock anymore. You, yeah. you stop. At some point, you shoot your bow so much, you stop paying attention I to agree. That. You get you used to the draw. You don't notice it. Yeah. It's, that stuff's gone. It disappears. I agree, but it seems like with that one, I would I would, when I'd shoot next to other people, or maybe the first couple shots of the day, I'm like, there it is, you know. Like, see, just, for me, what it was uh, is when I'd shoot next to other people, people would be like, man, I sound like a 22 going off. Well, yours <laughs> is shooting Lincoln Logs down the range. <laughs> I was shooting 457 Grain Arrow, which is still heavier than a lot of guys. But uh, well, I think we did a pretty good job of of uh, absolutely pissing every bow manufacturer <laughs> and bow hunter out there off. So, well, in a lot of shops too, shops would be like, how am I? You know, we're selling <laughs> new bows, like. We can't yeah, hear that there's barely a difference between that one and last yeah. year's use. If I was going to buy a Hoyt this year, I'm going to shock. I'd buy the Nitrix. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Just it has everything I need, and it's not, you know, I don't know. And that's probably not going to rub somebody right the wrong way either. But um, all right, guys. Well, any clothing thoughts before we wrap this one up? No. Nope. No. You said everything. You, you got it all off your chest. Yeah. I pissed yeah. somebody off somewhere. Yeah, you know, in, <laughs> guys, this is all opinions. You know, Chris already covered it. It's all opinions. Go out and shoot them all for yourself. I've never done a bow review that said, go out and buy this bow immediately. Don't shoot the other bow. I, you won't catch me saying that. Um, yeah, I think what's helped this grow is we have this unbiased view. We have this. We love bows, man. We love bows. All bows. Maybe not the PSE grips, but we love bows. Well, you know. it comes back to... Nobody in this room is trying to sell you anything. So, no. you know, and that's that's the difference. That goes back to what I mentioned in the first podcast where we brought up the pro staff stuff. It's like, yeah, I, you know, 
my reputation means a lot to me and I'm not going to, I'm going to be blunt. I'm not going to whore myself out for some free product or discount on product just to say that this is the best thing ever. That's the one thing, the easiest way to turn me off as a customer is tell me that your product is the best thing ever. Right. I I won't value your opinion. Austin, Austin laughed at a comment I made and I won't say what broadhead company, but they put, you know, the most accurate, sharpest and (laughs) most durable broadhead ever produced. The one I've ran through like five animals and the broadhead's been in six pieces. I couldn't help myself. I can guess which one that is. I couldn't help myself. I got on that post and I said, (laughs) so can you please explain to me, explain to me scientifically how stainless steel at 30 thousandths is more durable than 60 thousandths A2 or S7 steel. That's because that guy's and, an idiot. And I never got a response back, but it's like... I'm not going to you know, ask you I, who you're talking about because I don't want to know uh, on but, here. But my thing, my, my, I'm going to change the subject. My advice to anybody <laughs> that's on a pro staff is don't get on and tell everybody that it is the best thing ever built. No, guys laugh if at you. you. Want, if, you if you really want to show a product, say, look, you know... Pay full for retail what, for, for it what, and then no, talk to me. Well, that's I mean, what I do. If, even if you're on a pro staff, there's a way to approach things. Tell people that, you know, for me, you know, this product's great. There's a lot of great products out there, but this is what's working best for me right now. Yeah. You know, that is a statement I can get behind from somebody that says, like, for right now, for what I'm doing, this works the best. But to make a general statement, this it's like a bow. This is the best bow ever built. Okay, yeah. based off of what standard and what testing. Yeah. Like, you know... As, don't claim it's the best bow ever. You can say this is might be the best bow I've ever shot. Yeah. Okay, great, because that's how it feels to you. But that's you know, right. it's it's I I can't stand it when people and then that goes back to that fanboy thing of they get all butt hurt. Nah, it's the greatest bow ever. Okay, what makes it the greatest bow ever, and why? And why is yeah. it the greatest bow to everybody? It might be the greatest bow to you. Yeah, if it's the greatest bow to you, more power to you, man. I know I know guys that shoot you know ten fifteen year old bows better than guys that go and buy the newest oh, yeah. brandest Same bow guy off that the shelf. Has a- kill picture next to a big bull every year and he's got the same old high country or something <laughs> yeah and this guy's still doing it out and he's a killer the old yeah. organ organ bows <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so all right guys well i appreciate you both coming back onto the podcast and uh let's try not to make it another six months before we get all back on here again we probably will <laughs> probably so Sweet, man. see ya all right, guys, that's the podcast. Hopefully, uh, you know, I didn't lose too many listeners or piss too many people off. Uh, but, you know, we didn't, like I said, we didn't pull any punches. Absolutely not. And uh, gave you our honest opinions. And at the end of the day, you still need to go out and shoot all the bows because our opinions may differ from yours. You may love a bow I hate and vice versa. You just got to go out and shoot them all. Find out what's best for you. Go from there. And, uh, and just really wade through all the bows. There's so many great bows out there and manufacturers doing great things. Um, you just got to put in the, the shooting time and find out what's best for you. So if you guys like what we're doing here and you love supporting the podcast, I'd love to have you as a patron, whether it's a dollar a month or anything above that. Uh, right now you're getting exclusive access with any amount, but I'm, co- I'm trying to constantly sweeten the pot for folks that want to monetarily support the podcast. Uh, you're going to have exclusive giveaways and they're going to be good giveaways. Uh, you're going to be able to ask questions and steer the conversations and find out what guests are going to be on the show uh, prior to them coming on. So you'll know what to look out for. So a lot of cool stuff coming around the corner for on point and the on point patrons. And I appreciate everybody's support, getting a lot of great messages and uh, really looking forward to seeing how many people we can help this year in 2019. So as always, guys, appreciate you listening and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.